Yo, what's good? This is Josh with Blacker Than Black, the real podcast. This is actually my first episode, and I specifically chose to do this episode on Father's Day because I just wanted to take the time to reflect on my life, on my journey uh, with father figures in my life, with role models in my life, and how it's developed me to become the human being that I am today. Some of you may know, and some of you others may not know, but I lost my father a couple of years ago. And while it's played a detrimental part in my life, and it's allowed me to look at life in a bigger microscope, it's also been a motivating factor. Uh, Once I lost my father, I began to look at life a little differently. As I'm sure many of you do, when you lose people, you begin to question why. Why do you, why did this happen? What was the cause of this? But in all honesty, it was all part of, you know, God's plan. A lot of times people don't pay attention to the small details that God does and the timing that he does it on. Uh, And in my life, God's timing has always been on time, Uh, you know. But specifically today. The main thing that I really wanted to focus on was father figures and the impact they play on black people and the black community. Uh, Most of you know my who are my close friends, that my platform is about advocacy for the black community and trying to get to a point where we're appreciated in society a little more. And, you know, on the we've been on the growth for a little while, but we still have a long way to go. And in all honesty. The truth is, we may never get to that point where we're just fully appreciated as a community and and as a whole, but someday we'll be appreciated for our legacy and what we bring to the table. But in general, you know, in the black community, a lot of times fathers are really, really, really pushed to the limit. You know, we fathers in the black community, they They don't get the respect that they deserve a lot of times because most black kids grow up without their father, either due to their father being in jail, being in the ground, anything. There's a whole lot of things that go into the way a child is being raised. And, you know, I'm Baptist. So in my household, they say say it takes a village to raise a child. (laughs) So in all honesty, it does. And not having the father figure in your life can play a really tough part on you. Uh, For me, for example, I had my father growing up, just so you guys can get to know a little more about me. Uh, My father was in my life at the beginning stages of my life when I was first born. And then as I got older, he suffered from mental illness. Uh, He suffered from so many challenges or not just in his life, in the earthly form but also in a different form you know he used to hear weird stuff in his head you know and the only reason i'm sharing this is because we're supposed to be the real podcast how am i supposed to relate to people when i'm not real with myself so um this is for people who experience different things who experience similar things and who are going through similar things in life uh but anyway, uh, my father, you know, suffered from mental health issues and a long line of other issues, drug addictions. And 
it played such a role in my life that I didn't understand why he did what he did until I really met him and I, I, I got a chance to meet him. Growing up, I really didn't understand my father like I stated, but my father was in and out of jail. So one time when I went to visit him in Alabama, which is where my most of my dad's family is from, uh, I learned a lot about him. And he was such a really impactful person in a sense because, you know, he used to give life lessons through what he was going through in jail and the stuff he saw in jail and prison and stuff. And one story was it was about a microwave and a window. He was like, uh, the, what did he say? Uh, the microwave is right by the window. And when your life gets hot, sometimes you just got to look out the window to cool down. Something small like that. As a little boy, it just made me look at life a little deeper. You know, I I didn't understand it until I got a little older. But as time kept going, you know, I just stayed in that mindset. When life gets hot, sometimes you just got to look out that window to get a cool air. Um, and then kept getting older, kept going through things. Uh, eventually, he lost his life around 2020 during the COVID era. 2021 and my life completely changed uh, I think I was in my room for two weeks straight not talking to anybody barely eating uh, not really understanding my purpose in life not really understanding what I was called to do you know and a lot of times people tell you you know you shouldn't share your story because everybody isn't meant to hear your story but sometimes it's great to share your story even to the world because you never know. Somebody may, in a, may be in a dark place in life and just you sharing your story can change their life. And um, my dad really played a big part in my life. Uh, and he didn't even know he did because what he was teaching me was of an example of what I didn't want to be to my children when I get older and have my own. I want to be a great father. I want to be active despite challenges that I may face. Um, and with the guidance and the father figures that are outside of my earthly father, I think I'll do just fine. But, you know, my father was a real unique person. Uh, I talk about him a lot, especially to the people I'm really close with, because I just feel like it's a part of me now. It's a part of my identity. I carry it on my back. Like I'm, I got something to be proud about. You know, I come from a great lineage of family. So I carry that honor like I'm that dude. So that way people can understand me a little better. But anyway, despite my father not being in my life, I had my grandfathers, uncles, cousins, even my best friends. You know, and my best friends, they changed my life. Because, you know, as a little boy, you know, not having your father in your circle a lot, it allows for you to see the importance of true brotherhood and friendship. Uh, one of my best friends, his name is Jalil, and he always teases me about every little thing I do or every little thing I say or whatever it may, whatever the case may be. But in the end, I always know that he's a real brother and someone I can actually look up to, especially with him being an older brother. Uh, then I have Ashton, uh, Kevin, who we call Speedy, and uh, got a other group of friends, but, you know, that's the main core. 
And then I have my pops. Now pops, that's someone who you can call, I would say someone who's beyond a role model. He doesn't have to try to be a role model. That's just who he is. So when you see him out and about, you don't even have to question whether he's a leader or not, because that's just how he carries himself. Uh, the way he loves my grandmother and the way he pours into their relationship to make sure that they stay grounded and stay based together in the word and, and move in God's purpose is one of the things that I truly love about him. And it allows for me to see him in a deeper aspect of life and to understand that I can one day be like him or be better than him. Uh, then I have my granddaddy Bass. Uh, he's really quiet. Uh, he's not the biggest talker. He doesn't say any words besides, yeah, and uh, what 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 we doing this weekend, grandson, when I go and see him? What you want to eat? As he always say, I love to eat, but I mean, it's kind of true. That's probably why I gained like five pounds recently, but we're not going to get into that. But uh, anyway, um, my granddaddy Bass, he's really a down to earth person. And the thing you learn most from him is silence. Sometimes is the best answer when you get into sticky situations and you don't need to self incriminate yourself. Sometimes silence always wins. And that's one thing that I've learned from him. Then I have my granddaddy Rod. Now, my granddaddy Rod is somebody who just his favorite saying is, why, 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 why shouldn't I spend my money? Money going to come back to me if I keep working hard. And that's one thing that I've learned from him is work ethic. Work ethic has taken me far places in life. It's teaching me, it's teached me the boundaries of life and how to move in the world as a young black man uh, and being under his shoulders and learning from him has taught me a lot about work ethic because he'll come see me late at night. He'll come to my performances late at night, but he'll get back on the road at five in the morning to go get to that bread, as he say. <laughs> but I have a, a long list of uncles and family members, especially my uncle buddy, my uncle James, who recently passed away as well. Uh, but. And then other mentors such as Pastor Dez, Mr. Mack, uh, Mr. Willie B. Hall. Mr. Hall has played a tremendous role in my life, especially my senior year. You know, he was really like a father figure this year with this Mr. Rains thing going on and me learning about the pageantry world. Mr. Hall really opened my eyes and taught me a lot, you know, and made me appreciate pageantry from a different aspect in life and allowed me to see what pageantry was really about and how it wasn't just about being in a pageant. It matriculated you to be a better person in a sense. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. But overall, the main message today is fathers are the backbone of everyone's family. Even if we always say mom is right. Because as we may know, especially in black households, the father goes out and does the work most of the time. This is in traditional households, you know, normal households or whatever you may call it. The father goes out and does the work. He brings the check back to the mother. The mother makes sure everything is taken care of. 
without that check, without that father having that work ethic, that family is never glued together. It's never going to be pieced together. You know, that, that child is never going to be able to eat at night because that father isn't going to work. And in some cases, in certain households, some fathers aren't going to work. They're being lazy. And to those fathers that are doing that, you ought to be ashamed of yourself if I'm being honest. Because if we're being real, no child deserves to be starved to death. That's just the real. Like, at some point, you got to buckle up and say, I got to be a better dude. You know? And is this coming from somebody young? If you can't buckle down and tell yourself, I got to be better, not for myself, but for my family. I got to make, make it out of this, you know, statistic that they call us. You know, so many times they call the black community monkeys and animals and wild people who don't have a moral purpose in life. But when you have that father backbone, it makes everything all right. One movie, for example, actually two, um, it gives two different perspectives. Uh, it's one movie called The Hate You Give. Um, it talks about it's, it's really based off if you really think about it. It's based off one of Tupac's favorite sayings. The hate you give every child elves everybody. Excuse me, mama, for saying that word. But, you know, it's Tupac. But, uh, you know, in that movie, the father, he's really protective. Uh, but in protective in a good way. He makes sure that his children are taken care of. But he still spoils them. He still allows them to see life he still allows them to talk to people he still allows them to be kids he still allows them to go out but in that scene in one scene the little boy it ties back into what the saying is the hate you give every child else everybody it ties back into that because later down in the movie uh the, a little boy is threatened by the one of the gang rivals in the movie and he ended up pulling the gun out on him so and when the police came the dad became sort of a protective feel for his son. And it just shows one side of how a black father can be protective. It, you know, it grits down into what a real black father is. And then there's another side. It's a movie called Fences starring Denzel Washington. Uh, you know, and Denzel, he's a wonderful actor. Denzel is one of my favorite actors by far. Uh, he's actually inspired me to go to Morehouse. He's one of the inspirations behind me going to Morehouse, even though he didn't attend. But, one thing in the movie, he's typically an old school dad. What I say goes, this, I'm going to tell you this, and you follow my instruction. It, it's, the, it's like the saying, uh, what I go, do as I say, but don't do as I do. You know, that saying. And that saying really isn't helpful in a sense, you know. So many kids lack the correct parental guidance because we go based off those stereotypical rules of, how it should go in the black households, what stays in this house goes and all that foolishness. It shouldn't be like that. You should be able to be open and vulnerable with your father because, like I said, your father is your backbone. So in that movie, Denzel typically, you know, is real harsh to his children. He's harsh to his wife. He ends up cheating on his wife, has another baby outside of the marriage, uh, and then ends up kicking his son out because his son challenges him as he gets older. You know, and at this point in the movie, we realize that Denzel is not the type of father that you will want in your life. But sometimes 
Denzel is the type of father that you have in your life, you know, and I'm not just saying the father that is someone who's your regular father. I'm just saying like Denzel is sometimes the father you have in your life because that's the cards you're dealt with. And when you're dealt with cards, you just got to play them sometimes. Don't matter what you have in your hand. You know, when you're at that table and it's getting rough and it's getting rocky, sometimes you just got to thug it out till the wheels fall off and figure life out. You know, that's just how life goes. And as I'm getting older, I'm starting to understand that a little more. But the two different perspectives that come from both of those movies are two different types of father that neither child will want in their life. Uh, You don't want a father who's really free with you, too free. You want someone who guides you and mentors you. And then you also don't want someone who's just extremely harsh to you for no reason. And I feel like that's what we struggle with as a community, as a whole, figuring out what is the true definition of a real father? What is the true definition of a real father? What we may think is a father, someone who provides, as we've stated already, you know, someone who simply does the little things, does the get me a car and making sure I'm good. That's what we typically think is a father. But what a true father is, is someone who digs deep when he has nothing left in the tank. Someone who pours into you when you don't see anything in yourself. Someone who guides you and shows you the ropes, even when he doesn't even know how to do it. (laughs) And honestly, I've been blessed enough to have father figures in my life. And while I always say, My father was a great father in a sense. It's also true he wasn't the best father. But what I mean like when I say he was the best father for me, I'm saying I knew what I wanted. I know what I want in life now because of him. I know how I want to operate because of him. So in all reality, he really was a great father. And on this Father's Day, you know, paying tribute to the guys who paved the way who played father figures in my life, who poured into me and invested in me even when I didn't see anything in myself. When I lost my father, I was I told you I was in my room two weeks straight, not eating really, not talking, not saying a word, not even going to the gym to hoop. And if you know me, you know I love to hoop. Even if I don't score all the points, don't get a dunk, don't get all that extra stuff. I just love to be on the court. And when that happened... People stepped in and made sure I was okay. They became father figures to me, you know, and the grandfathers that I have and make sure I'm okay on a daily, day-to-day basis. I never have to worry about anything. So, you know, the, the main goal of this message is to show you to appreciate your fathers, the people that do have them in their lives, and for the people who don't have them in their lives, step up and be a father to somebody, even if you're a mother. Because in all reality, we can all be fathers if we're going by that definition. Because if we've been honest, my mother could be considered a father. Because she stepped in the ropes and made sure I was good when nobody did. So, even if you're a mother out there, you could step in and be a father. You could step in and guide someone even when you don't know anything. So, take this time to celebrate your fathers. Take this time to... Grow with your fathers. 
take this time to realize the true essence of having a father. Because sometimes not everybody is blessed to have one. So as we conclude this episode, I just want to thank everybody who supported me. I want to give a special thanks to all the father figures in my life, including all my granddads, all my mentors, all the people who have guided me in the right direction, including Pastor Dez again, Mr. Willie B. Hall, Mr. Edwards, Mr. Brandon Mack, uh, Coach Andrews, Coach Bannister, uh, even Coach Reddick, uh, list of other coaches, Coach Turner, uh, Coach Hobbs, uh, list of other coaches, Coach, you know, these coaches have played a tremendous part in my life, and without them, I wouldn't be here today. So I want to give a round of applause to them as well and just thank them for everything that they do for me, for my family and the people around me and the black community as a whole in general. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been an honor to have my first episode with you guys. I know this one was a little short, but as time goes on, I'll start bringing people on some of my closest friends and some of the mentors I mentioned today and it episodes of become longer and they'll become even more better but this was josh with the blacker than black podcast episode number one the real podcast thank y'all for tuning in and i love y'all